Hello, and welcome back to the Long Distance Love Bombs podcast. I am your host, Dr. Jeremy Goldberg, and my guest today is a frequent visitor. He is one of my closest friends. He's one of my favorite people. It's Trevor Bohm, the founder of the Uncivilized Movement, the author of Man Uncivilized. This guy is starting a men's revolution, works with men, talks to men, heals men. He's just a good dude. In this conversation, we talk a little bit about a lot of things. It is a very random, flowing, occasionally weird, hilarious conversation. We talk about video games. We talk about the conspiracies that women have all around the world. We talk about suicide. We also talk about the link between mental and physical strength. And we dive into... A little bit more about the upcoming event that we are hosting together with our friend Lila Dilla from December 27th to January the 3rd in the Dominican Republic. We talk about the power of community, why being around good people matters, why taking time off from your regular life can lead to extraordinary and transformational changes. And also we laugh a lot and tell a bunch of weird stories. So this one is fun. If you have questions for either Traver or myself, about the upcoming event, you can message me. Send me an email, send me an Instagram message. We'll get back to you. If you want to jump on the phone, have a conversation about it, that's cool too. You can find more information about that event at manuncivilized.com slash the dash awakening. Manuncivilized.com slash the dash awakening. I'll put a link to all that stuff in the show notes. You can follow Traver on Instagram. You can check out his website. And that's it. Enjoy this one. And thanks for being here. I consent to being recorded. I consent to recording you. We're off, we're off on a flying front foot right now. I, I, I got to ask. I'm, I know this is technically your interview. We're just going straight into it. We've gone right. We've talked about it. It's not about the mustache. No. It looks like you have frosted tips. What do you mean? Hair. Like it looks like you have little blonde speckles on the top of your hair. I don't. I don't have that. No. Okay. But I can see visually why you would why you would think that. It's a zoom anomaly, and I was like, I mean, I have in a former life when I was like in high school. I think I did have frosted tips or college. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I just wanted to know, like, friend yeah. to friend, brother to brother, man to man, if that had sort of happened on its own, or if that was conscious, or yeah. I'm just feeling really insecure. <laughs> about my about my looks had to mix it up i did think that you were immediately because i do have a mustache right now not yeah. a not like a a wonderful mustache but i do currently have some peach fuzz on my upper lip yeah and i did that i don't know if i told you this but as a surprise for kendra dachi yeah because i picked her up at the airport and i was shaving normally and was like oh a mustache that's fun yeah that'll be a nice surprise for my girlfriend she'll and then love it. oh she'll love it yeah. Like, absolutely. Have sex with you right there at the gate. Absolutely. Yeah. Is uh, that how it went? <laughs> yeah. I mean, what actually happened was uh, I got out of the car to greet her and she said two words, uh, which we have since had a conversation. She disputes my memory of this, but, but my memory, of, I mean, my memory is flawless, right? Yeah. She said, why? No. That, that was it. I, I, I mean, that could be taken positively. I mean, 
it could yeah. sure yeah. Yeah. yeah and um and she suggests that what happened was that she said why oh <laughs> It's like you did yeah. not say oh it was mm. a distinctively mm. voracious consonant sound at the at yeah. the front of that oh but nonetheless here we are okay trevor bone welcome back to the podcast I thanks man your, thanks for having me your third trip your fourth trip i can't I remember think it's been a lot yeah i'm, I'm yeah I, I could be like a regular you know like a once a week i think person would be we could do that yeah the weekly show the weekly show with yeah. jaron bohm yeah, like we could get kombuchas and sparkling waters and long distance boom bombs. That long distance yeah. love bombs? No, that uh, we we could yeah, we could I don't um, know. yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. How are you? Well, Jeremy, uh <laughs> I just I just interviewed two amazing people, so I'm 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 having feelings. I'm just oh. not sure what they are, or how to identify them. Uh, I did have an exceptional workout this morning. Mm. Uh, I, I benched heavily and did some pull-ups and I've done a number of pull-ups in the last month. And this brings me significant joy. You know what I've been doing at the gym, Tell the me. climbing gym is uh, I listened to a podcast with Peter Atia and Andrew Huberman, and they mm -hmm. were talking about proxy indicators for long-term mental acuity, i.e., there are certain strength metrics that you can look at and those will determine whether or not you will get Alzheimer later in life. And one of them was a dead hang where you yeah. simply just have like a pull-up bar and hang. And so I have been doing that before mm -hmm. I climb and I'm keeping a record of it. I got a little dead hang note on my phone yeah, and I'm attempting to increase my grip strength and like there, it. it sucks. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. If I can share, I think you went through the same experience, but maybe as men, this is something that we share openly. Uh, I challenged one Katie Stroka to a hanging competition. And in 99.999 areas, percent areas of my life, I consider myself stronger than her. So it was confusing, Jeremy. It was befuddling. It was, again, emotional for me to come off the bar and see her still hanging there and then she continued to hang there and then continued to hang there and i tried to figure out how she was cheating and i couldn't like was she using some girl power to like levitate or did she like breathe in and the air in her stomach made her lighter uh yeah maybe Smoke we could maybe we could unpack like i don't know if you have a, we could push pause and you could just hold me energetically for a few minutes because we haven't talked or had sex since, uh, and it's I don't know why it just feels, uh, yeah, I'm I'm okay though I'm okay if you want to you want yeah you definitely seem okay yeah yeah, I'm, yeah I'm you okay. seem fine I'm okay how uh how long did you hold it for? I thought I was at like seven eight minutes um but the clock I think registered like fifty seven seconds which means my iPhone's fucked up too in addition to relational problems I've got technological problems. And then oh, I think Katie made it to seven minutes and 47 seconds, perhaps. And it was even weirder. She came off and it looked like she'd done nothing. Like I've seen, this, I've seen more exertion from her, like eating dinner. She was just like, that was fun. And my whole world had collapsed and you know, you get it. Yeah. Yeah. Have I told you my story with Kendra? 
about that? I think uh, I know you haven't. Um, okay. So maybe two years ago, we signed up to do a Spartan race, one of those obstacle races. And, um, and we started training. And one of the main things that you need to work on is grip strength because you're carrying weights around all kinds of stuff. So I was walking down to this park near our house for maybe two months and diligently five days a week training to increase my grip strength. And I had a little journal and I would write in there. And even I started to know some of the parents who had their toddlers at the park because I was going <laughs> at the same time every day. <laughs> it was like, oh, there's that, there's that dude that just walks through all the toddlers and goes and hangs and looks at his phone every, every yeah. minute or so. Yeah. And so I'm like in it. Right. And I'm, and I'm gradually increasing my time and I'm gradually getting stronger and I'm feeling really good about that and really okay. proud. And, you know, I was like, yeah, I had a little pep in my step. And so I go one day with my partner, Kendra Dachi, and we run, we were jogging and we ended up at this park, this playground. And I said, Oh, Kendra, do you want to try the dead hang? Like, cause she knows that I was doing it pretty frequently. And, mm -hmm. and so she did, and I was timing her and I was being Traver. I was being the most supportive man. I am a, a loving boyfriend. Of course. I, I was encouraging. I was giving her little compliments. I was like, Oh wow. You hit a minute. Like, good mm. job. Because at that time, you know, I think I was up to a minute 40 or so. Mm -hmm. wow you hit a minute awesome oh wow minute and a half good job Kendra and then she broke my personal record mm -hmm. and then she hit two minutes oh, wow. and then at that point I I noticed that the mood in my body shifted to yeah, one of, of pride and inspiration to one of shame and inadequacy mm -hmm. and then I was like wow two and a half minutes Kendra that's mm -hmm. amazing and then I was like wow Kendra that Ah, and she just absolutely smoked me yeah. on the dead hang. And uh, and then same deal, jumped off. I was like, oh yeah, that was that was all right. I think even two two minutes in, two and a half minutes in, I asked her, how, how are you feeling right now? And she was completely locked in. Good. Yeah. Like no big deal. So we're dating powerful women. Well, I have a question because I, I have a I have a thought maybe. Okay. Do you think perhaps that there's a meeting? that we don't know about of women on zoom or something to, mm. to encourage them to hang on their own. I'm dead fucking serious. I, I mean it. I imagine there's a number of things that they're talking about in planning and training behind our backs. Do you sure. think that's one of them? You're a science. I'm I mean, asking you science. I was going to I was going to say as an analytical person, as, as a somebody doctor, that, as a doctor of yeah. philosophy, as somebody that is perpetually chasing the curious world we live in to solicit answers, I don't reasonably think there's any other explanation Thank for you. how this could possibly be. Yeah. It's other than magic. Yeah, that's but that's not as likely as as an international conspiracy about our forearms. <laughs> On Zoom. On Zoom. With people we live with. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad yeah. we covered this. I'm yeah, I'm so this. I'm I so thankful. So much better. We've yeah. talked about mustaches and forearm hangs. This is the you know when I started a podcast, I was thinking, how can I have the greatest impact in the world? What is yeah. the material that people really need in their lives? Yeah, I'm glad that you're here to to help me deliver on that promise. Thanks, man.
Should, should we end now? Have we given everyone enough? Are we done? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, that was uncivilized love Hilarious if this was the whole episode. <laughs> Just post it. How yeah. long has it been? 20 minutes? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, people would leave satiated, right? Satisfied with that? Yeah. A couple of big brains talking about mm. normal life. Real life stuff. What... Uh, is there anything that you're currently pondering in your own life or existence that mm. feels meaty or tofu-y right now? I will say this, Jaron, this is probably actually useful for your audience. Uh, I have gotten to spend time. You were with me for one of these events in two extraordinary companies. I got brought into two different companies and both times walked out going, that's what good leadership does. Because my interactions with everybody in the company was positive. Everybody wanted to be there. Everybody loved being there. They were all friends. They were all connected. There was great uh, like actual relationship. Everybody knew what the mission was. Everybody knew what their purpose was. Everybody knew what the fuck to do. And I, I, me as an outsider getting to interact with them, I left feeling great about me. And I left feeling great about my interactions with them. And the overarching thought was, holy shit, they must have exquisite leadership. And so I've been sitting with, okay, how do I, in my personal life, as how do I lead myself? How do I lead my partner? Because that is the agreement that we have. It's just not what it, my view of the world. And then how do I lead my company and my own team? And I think coming back to the idea of everybody knew what the hell they were supposed to do. And so everybody had a clear idea of what the vision was of what the bigger goal was, like why they were doing the thing. And so I've been letting that kind of wash over me and wash through me of how many different ways have I not made the right, not, not the right decisions, but an active decision to get where I want to go, get my relationship where I want it to be, or get my business and, and team to where I want them to be. And how do I give them the experience of being one of those employees who I interacted with, who was like, I fucking love it here. I, I, I left a, company that paid me more to come work here because the experience is so good day to day. And so I think mm -hmm. that's, that's what I'm kind of sitting with. Yeah, and I suppose for employees, the motivation is different for every individual, right? Some people sure. might be motivated by the work, by the camaraderie, by the pay, by the impact, et cetera. For you as an individual trying to lead yourself, how do you identify Clarity, I suppose, is the word that comes up. How do you, like, what is your practice for getting clear on what your next steps are, what you need to do next, where you're potentially falling short or behind? Yeah, I like to look at my own life vision. Um, and I've had, and I've done this, people steal this, please steal this. I've done a number of voice notes over the years of like, hey, this is where I want to be, not at a certain age, but at a certain time period. I want to live in a house like this. I want to drive a fucking G-Wagon. I want to have you know, a partnership that's like this. I want to be this strong. I want to be interacting with these types of people. I want to have these creative projects. Uh, I want to feel this way day to day when I wake up. You know, I think that's what I try to hold and then dissect it and go, okay, what am I not doing to reach that goal? How am I getting in my own way? What resources do I need? And what are my blind spots? 
I think that's kind of the dissection. And obviously it's really hard to see your own blind spots. It's really hard to, to figure out kind of how you're bumping into yourself, which is the value of being in containers. It's the value of working with coaches. It's the value of coming to workshops. It's the value of, of having outside eyes. But I think it really comes down to some radical personal honesty and then accountability from people who love me enough to point out my own shit. Mm. Yeah, that's good, man. Did you have on your on your last vision that you would be dating a woman with exceptionally strong forearms? Was that a manifestation? I did leave the asterisk of I'm open to magic. <laughs> yeah. I'm open to magic. Is that true? Do you really have it in there? Open yeah. to magic? Yeah, for sure. That How do you I don't define... want my own limitation to get in the way of <clears throat> like, what are the things that I don't know that will come along that would be incredible, right? Yeah, I'm reminded of Kyle Cease, the speaker, writer guy. I worked with him for a bit and he has this great analogy where he is picturing somebody walking around, staring at their phone, swiping left, swiping right, swiping left, swiping right. And then a, a person comes up to talk to them and they're like, no, not right now. I'm sorry. I'm trying to find my soulmate. All right? Right, right. Which, which is such a beautiful little visual. And it's analogous to all of us having the path the clarity. This is how it's going to go. This is how it's going to work out. I know exactly what to do next. My 10-year plan is specifically detailed. Mm -hmm. And as a consequence of those constraints, there is no room for magic. There is no room for opportunity to come in unexpectedly. There is no room for a detour to a scenic route, right? So I love for that. Sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll throw one more piece in it because you asked. Uh, I'm playing with also, and this is just me, this is how I see the world of how do I increase my physical power so that I can increase an energetic hold. So I'm back in the gym now, five, six days a week. And I haven't trained like that in probably a year because of all the travel we've been doing and trying to say, okay, I don't want to physically be stronger because I need to pick up heavy shit in my day-to-day -day life because I don't really need to do that. But what I do need to do is to be able to hold this big ball of energy, which is my relationship, my company, the movement, all the men that I work with, my friends, my, my family situation, my finances, all of it. And so I've, I've called back in a bit of my old warrior mentality of, I remember there was a time in my life when I was training two, three hours a day, six days a week, but there was a point to it. Right? It was fighting. It was like there was this event that's coming that I need to be in great shape for. Now the shift has had to come from there is no more big event, I don't think. And I'm not going to do a Spartan race. I'm not going to fight again. I'm not going to be in something that calls on my physicality like that. But I'll tell you, man, driving home from the gym, fourth day in a row or fourth day in a week, and then sitting down and, and interacting with someone who's struggling and saying, I got this, I got this. I can actually feel my back right now so I can hold for this person. And so that's mm. been a fun little game of one. It's just fun to be, you know, pushing weight around. I don't want to sound like a dumb jock, but then taking that experience and transposing it into what really is meaningful for me right now, which is the ability to hold bigger and bigger charges of energy. Yeah. There's something that's really fun about feeling strong, right? A thousand like percent. It feels good when you enter a room and you feel strong or you go to do an activity and you feel strong or 
it, yeah. they're inherently correlated, right? That mental strength and physical, physical strength. Yeah. I've, I've also never worked with anybody or had someone call me and be like, Hey man, life's kind of falling apart. Like this is falling apart. This is, I'm super challenged and me being, what do you think the problem is? And them going, I'm just too strong. I'm just too physically strong. Uh, maybe for Kate, like Katie would be like my forearm strength is kind of fucking up our relationship, but that's a whole different conversation. Yeah. I am just too resilient. I think, yeah. I think I'm too mentally resilient. I think I'm too equanimous, 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 equanimous. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, an equanimous hippopotamus would be like a cool children's book. I think <laughs> have they made that? <laughs> I think it's the call is there, Jer. So yeah, I'm playing with all that stuff. I, I know yeah. we'll, we're we're heading down to DR at the end of the year, and like that mentality and that kind of paradigm and that archetype is really something I'm personally enjoying diving back into. So I'm really looking forward to teaching that and bringing it back in, not just for that week, but also next year for the guys in the nation. I'm saying, here's the deal: you're gonna get, our goal for the entire group is everybody stronger than they've ever been in their entire lives come next December. And so like really pulling that, that, that warrior archetype back and saying, Hey, you know, when you're lost, you know, when you're struggling, you know, when you're uncomfortable, go get fucking stronger physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, like pull that shit back out. It's going to take resilience. It's going to take training. It's going to take grit, but every area of your life will benefit. Yeah. And it's so analogous to personal growth in general, right? This idea of the daily devotional baby steps showing up, committing, following your word, doing what you said you're going to do. It's all related. It's entirely the path of integrity. So building strength, I think, is a really powerful means of of building of power, really. You know, yeah. power for yourself, power for others. You know, it was unique. I, I got to interview Michaela Bohm a couple of weeks ago, and she immediately, and this was not where I was expecting, Jer, she was like, let me tell you about weightlifting. Everybody needs to be lifting weights. You got, especially men, you need to be lifting weights. It's like, I can't believe you have like 700 years of tantric lineage flowing through your veins. And your advice is that we need to be back squatting, deadlifting, and bench pressing as humans and specifically as men. So I will say there are higher powers that also agree with me on this. One being the yeah. yeah. And the excuse that may arise in some, it's like, I don't have access to a gym or I can't afford a gym membership. And it's like, you got arms, you got legs, you know, you could do some squats, you could do some push-ups, yeah. do some sit-ups. Yeah. It's doable. And there's cheap ass gyms. Yeah, you go to a really cheap gym, don't yeah, you? It's nine bucks a month. Like That's every it. month. I'm like, are you guys sure? Like, are you sure? I probably drink more than nine dollars worth of water out of your your fountain here. I have no idea how you're making any money. Uh, but yeah, there's cheap ass gyms. And you're right. <clears throat> there's a million programs, push-ups are free, burpees are free. Yeah. I remember that's when we first met, that was one of the first things we were doing together was you were running some 30 day challenge, yeah. body weight, suffer fest. The embodied I, strength challenge, the ESC. Oh, uh, it was terrible, but I got it's jacked. So yeah. Right. You were walking around at like 245. No wonder you can't hang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it was 250 at that point. Kendra doesn't weigh 250. <laughs> no. But yeah, I do, I do remember like every day getting the the little note, like here's your daily workout and reading it and just feeling so dejected of like, oh God, this one's hard. Mm -hmm. But then I'd committed to it 
and I think you and I are similar in that regard. Like if I say I'm going to do something, like it's getting done. It, it just has to happen. And then I would do those workouts and lo and behold, I would feel proud of myself mm-hmm. and I had a little pep in my step. My chest was a little puffed out. I felt good. Yeah. 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 What about you, man? What's, what's coming across your world? Well, in terms of like random things that I've been pondering lately, yeah, just just this morning, <laughs> my brain's weird, man. My brain's super weird. I was thinking about suicide, and I was also thinking about Super Mario Brothers. You know the video game? Yeah, you were thinking about to say a little bit more, so I can't like just drop. Yeah, both. You know. So in terms of, I mean, which one do you want to hear about first? I, I think suicide. Let's just okay. check in. So, uh, oh, I, I, I should have clarified. I am not suicidal. Okay. I, I, I feel great. My, I am mentally strong. My relationship is wonderful. My life is dope. I feel good. good. I so meant I more... say, a, a lot of guys yeah, are stronger than them, and that's that's no reason to, to not be. Yeah. Here. People love no, you. No, I, you, you, yeah. I was you. thinking about the topic of suicide. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. I was pondering. The topic of suicide and specifically i was pondering the word suicide mm. and i i don't i even thought about doing a post or a podcast about this but i was like i don't know enough about it i'm gonna get annihilated by the mental health community this mm. is stupid so I, re- I really appreciate you putting me on the spot to talk about this <laughs> but so i was thinking about the word suicide and how um i guess giant asterisk mental health is serious if you're feeling suicidal get help call the number for sure it's it is important i i i I like we're we're being lighthearted about it but like it's it's fucking serious take it seriously um and we love you and it'll get better and so i was considering about how when when people commit suicide right that's the language we use Uh, they committed suicide or they suicided right and i was thinking about this idea of murder so you're essentially murdering yourself right Mm -hmm. And so as a concept, suicide is equivalent to self-murder. And I was pondering, because this is just the rabbit hole that my brain went down, is if we, <clears throat> as a society or as a culture, r- reframed suicide to self-murder, would that have an impact on suicide rates? Would that have an impact on the conversation, et cetera? Mm-hmm. I don't know the answer. There's likely much I, I know there's certainly much smarter people who are well-versed in the literature and the research and the experience that have things to say about this and so where i got to is i want to reach out to somebody that's an expert on suicide and have them on the podcast and talk about suicide Wow! because it's a huge deal huge. uh it's kind of in the shadows right and and i've had people on the podcast um that have been literally on a bridge like kendra adachi has been on a bridge years ago joe sheehy our buddy has literally been on a bridge about to jump off and didn't and so it's a big deal it affects a lot of people and um so yeah i was just pondering that and so i had an idea for um a podcast guest and so people are often asking you know how do you think of your guests or how do you get guests and it's occasionally me just having a random idea like that and shooting an email off to 10 experts and seeing who wants to bite yeah so that was that was suicide and then uh super mario brothers you know that video game you played on nintendo as a kid yeah i I was imagining 
for a moment the the original creator of that having to pitch that concept to their supervisor it's like okay there's a pair of italian plumbers and they're right this is the the game is so fucking weird when you actually think there's a pair of italian plumbers right and they're trying to save a princess that's in a castle that's being held captive by this weird dinosaur looking monster thing and so these Italian plumbers, they can jump real high. And if they eat a flower that they hit a, a block of gold with their head, a flower will grow. And if they eat that flower, then they can throw fireballs at these little little Oompa Loompa monster creatures. And then occasionally there's a giant green pipe that has flowers that come out of that. But those flowers are different. Those are bad flowers. Those are like Venus flytrap flowers that attack them. And then they can go down some of these tubes into this netherworld and they can smash bricks with their face and run fast. It's like, what in the world? Like that, that concept, as insane as it is, not only passed the test, it got made and is arguably the most famous video game of all time that has now spawned movies and merchandise, et cetera. And so I was considering that and kind of laughing, but also taking inspiration from that in terms of your favorite line about there are no rules. Yeah. And and to your point about magic presenting itself. And you just never know if you feel called, if you feel pulled, if there's something whispering at you. Yeah. Our job is to simply answer that call and show up. Right, right. And uh, and so, yeah, I was thinking about <clears throat> suicide and Super Mario Brothers. Mm. Thanks for asking. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if there's any, like, I remember hearing about Sharknado, the movie. And people were like, if you think you have a dumb idea, Remember, there's like Sharknado 3 or something. Like it actually has gone through some iterations here that they're like, oh, yeah. let's do another one. This was this was great. Let's do another one. Yeah. And so I think it's a lighthearted example, but I am I am very serious about that concept of the little I call it heart, heart whispers, right? These little intuitive pulls, whether that's to start a business create some art, make a post, have a podcast, come to a retreat in the Dominican Republic, like as wild and weird and wacky and irresponsible occasionally that those ideas may feel. They also might be the big break, the gateway to personal transformation, a life-changing experience everything might be different as a consequence of simply leaning into these mm. different ways of doing and being and feeling. Yeah. I think it's cool. It is cool, man. Think of how many people we've had for the last two new year's retreats who said like, I just, I don't know. I saw one ad. I saw one post. I saw one thing about this and I sat mm. on it and I sat on it and I sat on it. And then I couldn't not come. So I'm here. I don't really know why I'm here. And then a week later, poof, they've been blown open like 17 times. They know exactly why they're there. They know exactly what they needed to get. They've gotten it. And the rest of their lives will be radically different from that point on. From that one whisper. 100%. Yeah. And the people that arrive with a very specific intention, such as, I'm here because I'm struggling in my relationship. Mm-hmm. And they leave and they've quit their job bought a domain name and are 
completely on a different trajectory. It's like, oh, I thought I was going to show up because of this. And I've left in a completely different fashion. That yeah. That's also super fun because I know you've seen this, but you can almost see the the circuitry of their brain sort of sparking of like, no, no, no. It's I'm, I'm here to talk about my relationship, my partner. Like, yeah. no, no, no. We're talking about X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So that's clearly what is going on. Yeah. Time and time again. I mean, people get tattoos, people hook up, they start dating. One of the things that I'm perhaps most proud of is seeing the, the people that return mm -hmm. the next year. Mm -hmm. Like, I love that. Like, and we've seen it when people sign up and they, their names come through and it's like, oh, dang, right. they're coming back again. Yeah, coming back Cause again. It, it feels like friends, right? It feels like family, right? It's like our annual family reunion kind of. Yeah. And then to see them and see all the transformation and see all the changes that have happened in their lives and know they're ready now for the, that, the next level or the next mm. opening or the deepening of the relationship or the the deepening or the the letting go of their relationship with fear that's like there's a new layer that needs to get unpeeled and you know they're ripe and know they're ready uh what do you what are you stoked about for this one coming up of like your your piece of it i have an idea for a workshop that i've never taught that i think is super cool but also um because i've never taught it it feels scary oh yeah and so I think what I'm going to do is host a workshop in Squamish and do like a practice run. Okay. You know, like when comedians go out on tour to like the yeah. little clubs yeah, and they just, they run through their jokes and they're like, that worked, that didn't work, that worked, that didn't work. I kind of feel like that, but overall, the idea of the workshop is to help people to enhance their ability to express how they feel, what they want and who they are. Mm -hmm. And so it's part poetry, part personal empowerment, part healing, part transformation, but in this kind of weird package that like my brand, I don't know. It's like very Jer. It's like, it's like a very Jeremy idea. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm excited about that to just play around and, and see how I can support and, allow people to see the world a little bit more clearly slash differently. Yeah. And then secondly, selfishly, I'm really excited to go to this fucking treehouse village that we have rented <laughs> because the place looks bananas. Yeah. The place looks fucking bonkers, man. And I have never been to the Dominican Republic. I've never been to a treehouse village. Uh, so selfishly, I'm really excited to go there and we're going to a water like here's the thing that i think people don't understand about at least the way that we plan retreats is like when i plan a retreat a workshop an experience my like main litmus test is simply would i go to that like would i pay to go on that yeah. am i excited to do that thing right. and so when i'm planning shit it's like, oh, we got to take him to a waterfall because I want to go to a waterfall. We got to go zip lining through a forest because I want to zip line. We got to give him an option to surf and ride horses and stuff. Like we, the food's got to be killer because I'm going to be eating the food for a week. Yeah. So I, th I think at least most of the participants that I've talked to previously haven't thought of that as a consideration. Right. It's like, yo, we're, we're going to be here too. Like, 
I want to stay somewhere. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's not like we're, it's not like we got a mansion down the road with a private chef. It's like no, we're right. living together. Like yeah. you get to hang out with us all in the time. Onto this, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's the second one. And the third one is just hanging out with people in real life, you know, face to face and connecting and putting names to faces or like to Instagram accounts and and actually just having a week with, you know, minimal technology use, minimal social media and a lot of presence and a lot of connection and a lot of soul conversations and hearty chats over meals and just making memories, really. I mean, we've looked, you look back at all the events we've done together and there's so many fond and ridiculous and amazing memories. And that to me feels like a life well-lived. If I can create more memories more frequently, then I feel more alive. And so again, selfishly, I'm looking forward to feeling more alive. And also the work that we do together is to help people feel more alive and you know, what a gift that is to be able to give. Yeah. What about you? Especially now. Oh gosh. Spent two, three years just living in turmoil and living in chaos and living in fear and living in zoom connection and everything's on a phone. Everything's on a computer uh, of getting around people who get to hug each other and hang out with each other. And, and the magic that does happen sharing meals together and just being in community just being in community with like-minded open-hearted conscious people who are going to listen to your idea and say you know what i I really think that's brilliant you should go for it as opposed to are you sure you want to do that that sounds kind of dumb or that sounds hard or that's going to shake things up and that's going to change your whole life so why don't you play small and play safe and don't do that which is what 99 percent of the population lives with or lives around so I just love the uniqueness of a container of let's put pause on our, our regular lives, go somewhere, get out of our comfort zones, get out of our daily routines, go have different smells, different sounds, different like waking up to the chirping of birds right outside your hut, right? You said it like the different foods, walks on the beach, getting that different perspective. I was talking to a bunch of guys uh, two days ago about, and, and a man was saying, you know, I'm getting divorced and everyone in my life is saying, okay, pick up immediately, get back out there, start dating. He's also transitioning out of his job. They're like, get a new job immediately. Like, don't you dare have any downtime at all. Like, how dare you? And first of all, you're a dude. So go push, push, push. And I talked to him for an hour about my whole year to live project and how it taking that much time, just taking time. You go, Hey, I'm, I don't have to shit lightning this morning. I'm actually going to let myself decompress and then listen and listen to what's coming through. Listening to the, the like the third time in a over dinner, or the third time in a week, someone said, you know what I really love about you? Or, you know what's really great about this thing you have or this idea you have? Like letting all of that land, which only happens in these containers. It doesn't happen in day to day. And just what a gift that is for people to give themselves and a gift for for us to even get to do it of hey we're going to be in there with you uh, but that's that's the beauty that i think is hard to convey on a sales page or even in conversation of there is no other place like this on earth there is no other time like this where you will be around this particular group of people and the magic will flow the creativity will flow the connection will actually heal you in ways that you didn't even know you needed to be healed 
I think like hearing those stories is what always lights me up throughout the events of like, God, I didn't even know this was a thing for me. And I just worked through it. I just cleared it. It's now, it's now not a thing. Like that's the shit I just love. Yeah. And us sort of standing off to the side periodically sharing our observations with each other, like you and me of like, man, she is a different human being than four days ago. Four days. Like look at, look at his energy. Look, look at the way he's holding himself or glowing or, Mm. or shining. It's like to see firsthand the transformation and, and other people is just so fun. It's so much fun. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, Dominican Republic over new year's December 27th to January 3rd, we're doing a thing. That's the pitch. And it, and even if you don't want to come on our thing, consider going on another thing. Like doesn't have to be with us, but you know, invest in yourself, take, take a day off, take a nap, go yeah. for a walk, go to a restaurant you've never been to, you know, try something different, try something new. And if you're interested you know. in what we're doing, check out manuncivilized.com forward slash the dash awakening, the dash awakening, or hit us up, Instagram, email us. If you have questions, uh, we're hopping on the phone with people. We would love to get you guys in there. Anybody listening to this, trust me, this is a powerful, powerful transformational container and, and a hell of a fun week. Like give yourself the gift over new year's, especially where you do want to start the new year on a different foot. You do get to use the natural rhythm of the year that is okay. There's a new beginning starting on Monday. How do I want to exist? Who do I want to be next year? I, I, I just interviewed, I was telling you, Stephen Jenkinson and Kimberly Ann Johnson, and they were talking about how we are required as humans to be in a different iteration moving forward. That the last couple of years have shown us in, in the global scale, in the, in the macro of how out of alignment we are. And so the call is for people who go, okay, I want to live a different life. Cool. In the micro, it's the same. We have to actually do the work. Like we talked about in the start of this call of like, you have to go to the gym. You have to push the reps. You have to eat the different food. You have to try, you have to get outside your comfort zone. And so I I really do also feel like that is the call right now that we need people who feel alive. We need people who are awake to their own bullshit. We need people who are inspired and empowered, not just for ourselves, but for everybody else in our circle. Like everybody listening to this on some level is a leader. And when you shift and you change and you transform and you grow, everyone around you, they will too. Without you proselytizing, without you preaching, without you like, hey, look what happened. I came to this workshop. Just you existing around them will change them too. I think that's also a profound piece of it. Yeah, well said, man. Thanks, brother. Well said. Um, how much time do you have? You got another... I got a few more minutes. Yeah. And then I got to go hang from a bar. You know, I'm, I'm on this like secret training program. Yeah. Yeah. We, we should start a secret, uh, zoom. What do you call it? Conspiracy. Yeah. Like men. And all we talk about is dead hangs. Yeah. Like the, to, to counter the, the feminine magic, you know, that's going yeah. on. Or we could like, we, we could learn how to emote. <laughs> we could we could feel things like competitively like, though like i want to be sadder than katie i think i could win at that if i really put some effort into it over the next couple of months but i didn't tell I, her 
that's why I picture your your man in the civilized calls is like one guy sharing it's like my heart was so open today and and then you're like mine was opener and then you know someone else chimes in no way no way guys check yeah. this out i was i was the openest today and then you give like a gold star and a high five and then you you try and do it again. kind of then i make them wrestle it's like okay well so the two <laughs> openest hardest disguise you got to fight this one out for realsies do you, do you remember when we won yoga yes you, of, course. of course dude dude i forget that kidding I, 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 I like almost never lost when I've been in a yoga class, a couple teachers have just told me to leave and, but that's, that's their yeah. issue. It's not mine. Yeah. We, I should, I'll, um, we'll need to put it, that photo in our Instagram story when this podcast comes out. So okay. people have a visual, but essentially we were in a yoga class in Costa Rica and we approached the, the teacher afterwards and asked her to confirm that we won yoga <laughs> that, that we won that class right and then we took a photo of her with victory arms and her holding our arms up that was a good day felt strong that day um well i mean we won so of course, <laughs> of course you felt str- i mean you were strong but then the, yeah. just the affirmation of who you are as a human and dare i say as a yogi uh was just confirmed I think though um this idea of winning I, I use this with clients sometimes I, I have them or i ask them what their definition of success is mm. or what their definition of winning is or what their definition of enough is mm. right because it's different for every person and i think we often get trapped in these cultural or societal definitions of success or enough or good or big or strong or masculinity femininity so I think that's a powerful question. Maybe we can just leave that for people to to ponder as we wrap mm-hmm. up this meandering, profound. Profound. That's uh, the word I was, I, f- I was feeling. I feel like this podcast is basically won. I feel like we won. Yeah, I imagine there's a lot of podcasts being recorded today. Uh, lesser mm. podcasts, if I can throw out. Yeah. yeah, less yeah. potent, less effective. Yeah, totally. No mustaches. No, no way. Frosted tips. I mean, I can't frost shit, but. When was the last time you grew your hair out? Like, was it the century? Mm, it's been a while. I probably can't tell you. Probably not in what my do you, What do you look like? What do you look like? Is super just... blonde. Yeah. Super. Is it super bald blonde. or is it like, is it. You can kind of see that I mean... like it's, it's migrated backwards a bit, but like the sides yeah. and I still got a little up top. It's just fuzzy. Like here forward is a dead man zone yeah but you can kind of see you know this makes me run faster yeah i don't run but if i ever wanted to because i something was chasing me and i forgot how to fight i would i would make sure that my head was clean because it makes me faster so i kind of keep it light like that you know i think it makes you look strong too it it accentuates the strength that's already there is perhaps what you were sent you meant to say yeah Yeah. not to correct you but to correct you yeah All right, man. I love you. I appreciate you. I don't know what the hell just happened over 50 minutes, but uh, that was brilliant. Yeah. Just brilliant on display is what happened. Um, all right, man. brother. I will talk Cheers. to you soon. Can't wait to see Bye. you in uh, the Dominican Republic. Yeah. Come join us, folks.